right. Podcast Sunday. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Hey, Dizzle. You can't make this up podcast episode. Uh, shit, 248. <laughs> Close enough. Now, you're probably going to hear me eating on this podcast. I got pancakes and fruit that I'm about to bash off. Don't mind me. <laughs> don't, you, and, can, and, you can go this along. And fellas, don't mind the visuals either. Hey, What's up, man? I'm about to give me a Chinese buffet like this or next week. <laughs> That's what that I'm shit was needed. On. I would have been dead, dead <laughs> on the podcast without it. Right. Now everything's good, man. How was y'all week? Solid. Dizzle, I'll, I'll let Kev finish, uh, you know, finish chewing up. So, Dizzle, Appreciate how was your week, brother? Solid, man. I don't, I don't think I did anything. I've been going to bed early. I don't know what's man. been going on, man. I've been going to bed around 10 o'clock. And then last night, I went to bed at 6 p.m. Woke up right. at like 10.30, watched a little bit of the game, and went right back to sleep. Right? <laughs> Still tired. <laughs> that shit don't make no sense. No, I, I, I've been on the same shit this week for some reason. I was literally making it through all the bullshit in between the game one and game two. And then right when game two started, literally, like, I remember the tip, and I remember it being, like, 2-2. Two, two. Next thing I know is <laughs> Next thing I know is 4.45, and I'm like, damn, that was a solid six and a half, seven. What happened? Like, I don't sure. Now I'm watching House of Highlights trying to catch up. So that's been Same me all way. week. Same yeah. way, man. Same way. I ain't really do too much of anything. Obviously, just like y'all, I've been watching a lot of NBA. I ain't been able to make it through the 10 o'clock games all week, man. All week, I, I've made it to halftime of most of the games. Some games I made it through the first quarter. I just ain't been able to stay awake. But uh, yesterday, your boy was out in these streets. I was out oh, and about. Yeah. Around people. Oh, yeah? Around a lot of people. With your mask yeah. on? Mask on, of course. Of course. Voluntarily <laughs> or is this, you know, required? Uh, No. It, it, well, yes and no. <laughs> Sounds uh, like a remote. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, de- I definitely didn't get paid for this. Uh, no, the wife, they had a, a event down at Dragon Stadium because at a Dragons game yesterday for uh, her job and everything like that. So we ran down there for like an hour or two. It was hot as hell. Now, out of everybody in that stadium, every single person, at least that I saw, I saw four people with masks on. Four. They that outside. Was- including me and the wife so yeah like we saw the sign excuse me we saw the sign going into the stadium saying if you've been fully vaccinated you don't need to wear a mask but if you haven't been vaccinated wear a mask so you mean to tell me out of all them people in there (laughs) everybody been fully vaccinated i think not but the the honor system yeah, the honor system. Good luck with that. <laughs> Good luck with that. But no, uh, on the real side, like it was fun to be out. It was hot as hell, you know. Kind of just like I mean, the wife was thinking, like, man, when's the last time like we've been out somewhere and did something with this many people around and in the heat, no less. I was like, two summers ago, like because mm-hmm. last summer we ain't do shit. We was in the house mm-hmm. all day, every day, all last summer. So this is the first time. In a long ass time, we did something, so it was fun. It was cool to get out. That heat whooped my ass. Uh, I barely made it through the first half of the game last night, and um, shut it down. Yeah, it, that yeah. Heat kicked my ass. Yeah, I actually got to get out yesterday. I had um off this weekend, and um, got to call the good homie Brandon McKinney. We've had on the pod before. Um, him and another uh, guy by the name of Zach Logan, Trotwood Hall of Famer, uh, used to battle with Ted Ginn back in 2004 in the state in the state 400 track meet. Hey, so that used to be a good one. But um, so yeah, we got together yesterday and played some golf, man. And we uh got out in the heat and played at 12 o'clock. So we played from 12 to 5. It was right in the middle of it all. Um, thought we were gonna be in cicada uh, land, but the cicadas wasn't out, so we dodged that bullet. But uh, it was hot as hell yesterday, bro. I had so look, I go to the driving range at eleven o'clock, play at twelve. Driving range, I don't know if you're familiar, but a state route forty by the airport. There's a driving range. Cicadas over there are jumping. I'm talking about. I'm trying to hit golf balls. They flying on my neck. They get mm. on my hat. 
Like I'm looking at the golf ball and I see a shadow of a cicada like flying by my head. And it's just like <laughs> it's just it's just all too much, right? So I last out there about 15 minutes. I take the balls with me, like fuck it. I'm taking these motherfuckers home, bringing them back, and I hit them when I feel like it because this is too much. So now I'm thinking about golf, like man, I'm gonna do this shit. And we only golfing down the street in Clay. So get to the golf course though. We first thing I asked the lady, I'm like, how how the cicadas out here? She's like, they're not really bad. We haven't had too many. I'm like, for real? So get on the course. We we got cigars popping. I'm thinking with the smoke and shit. I'm like, uh oh, what's gonna happen here? They, are they gonna are they gonna be coming around? Cause I got PTSD from Kettering. I ain't gonna lie to you. Cicadas and Kettering, bro, they are jumping. So wait, is the the smoke is gonna bring bring the cicadas? I just don't know. I'm just my, that's how my <laughs> brain is working because I got PTSD from the work week. Scientist killer. <laughs> let, me, let me explain to you my work week real quick. I work with a bunch of ladies, right? So if I don't anything with ladies or even children and cicadas. They not fucking with these cicadas for the most part. We had have had at least ten of these motherfuckers coming flying in, has customers opening and pick, you know, coming to pick up, or we coming through the back door, mm. and and we have to shut down everything. And it's like you have to get that out immediately. That's that's you know we can't be dealing with fruit and animals, bugs. So it just becomes a whole thing. But guess what? It's a whole bunch of ladies. They be running to the office. They be locking the door. Like, not saying, like, I don't have a problem getting them. That's not an issue. It's just a matter of I've been having to do that all week and deliver. And you, you think you got them off, they crawl on your neck. You think you got them off, they on your hat. I mean, I'm talking, it's just been a whole week of that. So I'm just tired of dealing with them. I'm just tired of dealing with them. Do y'all know, like, what's the deal? Are they here till the till winter, basically? What's, what's Man, the lifespan? No, they only here for six weeks. You for real? Yeah, like these cicadas aren't the normal cicadas that you hear all the time. These are like the what every seventeen years they come up from underneath the ground yep. and mate and everything like that. That's where like, they come from. Yeah, so like that noise that you hear is them calling the females to get it on. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. So yeah, they they'll be gone by what they said. I think they said like before the fourth of July they should be gone. So. Man, I've been seeing some shit online, like folks in Cincinnati working outside, and they literally drenched in them bitches, man. Yeah. That shit is crazy, because over here where I'm at, I shit, we ain't seen a, seen a bit of them. So right I'm on. thankful, because I'm not yeah. mowing the lawn, crunching <laughs> up cicadas, and they jumping on me and shit. We're going to chalk, chalk that up for a couple weeks. That, uh, that strip between the Walmart on South Dixie and Caroline Park. I saw them cutting grass this week over there and just, you know, doing all that. And the yellow shirts they, they have on, I saw a dude, I'm not bullshitting, you had 20 on his back. Yep. Ooh. And he just out in it all day. I'm like, nah, bro. And I'm talking about Cabruin. I ain't even think about what the cicadas is like on the river. Like, that shit might that's be what I, Cicada 2.0. That's why, <laughs> that, that's why I thought we was at 10 a.m. and not 6. I thought the cicadas came around and you was like, hell no. Nah. <laughs> nah, they've think been about around it. this week heavy. For, for, like This is the week for us where it's been like, okay, cicadas are here. This, you know, they're here. Yeah, they're here. They've been jumping and Kettering, and my house started yesterday. Literally yesterday, I got out the car, and it sounded like, since Kev just told the story, it sounded like 100,000 men was like, come on! <laughs> <laughs> it was jumping over here. My kids got attacked, and my baby and uh, wife and daughter had one fly in the car. I saw a story that a guy in Cincinnati had one smack him in the face, and he wrecked his car against the pole like an RTA pole. So the wife called me yesterday like, we had a situation. I'm like, oh, shit. She like, Takeda flew in the car. I'm like, you wrecked the car. Like, <laughs> she like, and, uh, Carmen jumped from the front seat to the back seat. She's having a full blown like panic attack. Like it was Carmen. Carmen don't fuck with the with the big bug with the big bug. So yeah, that's the crazy thing big. about it. Like they they're huge. They ugly as all hell. But you know, like they said, they're harmless. They don't have any stingers like bees mm-hmm. or anything. They just ugly they as hell, ugly. big as hell, yeah. and they ain't got no fear. No fear. Yeah. I was trying to think, <laughs> what's more fearless, squirrels or cicadas? Because cicadas, they just fly on people, land on people, flying in people's cars. Yeah. It's crazy out here, man. My, I done my seen dude. some folks online. They done put them in some batter and then fried them bitches. Yeah, I saw some <laughs> people. 
<laughs> I saw some people online. They were baking them and putting them on like cookies, like Mm-mm. on top of on top of cookies. Here in like Vandalia, I saw that on Facebook. So is that is this like a Midwest thing? Just Ohio? Or what, what's um, the deal? It's, it's in Maryland too. Yeah, that, uh, it's mostly it's not out west. I I know um, Oklahoma when I was in the military. I remember 2004 we had them out there. Um, I can remember some. I think I told y'all about the ATM story. Pulled to the ATM. There was a million of them on the ATM lights and on the actual ATM. Ooh. So every, everybody was pulling up to get money out and then just pulling up. So the line moving fast, but that was always a busy ATM. So I'm thinking, I'll bet these motherfuckers broke. It's my turn to get up there. I'm like, oh, hell no. Pull it off too. So I remember that happening when I was in the military. So that they at least go out to Oklahoma, I would say North Texas, but it's mostly Midwest and East like Coast. Plague. I think New York and all that, all them up, New York's, Virginia's, they got them out there too. So. Yeah, wish your boy luck when I go on this bike ride, man. Hopefully, I don't run into a pack of them. Yeah, pick your <laughs> pick your city, pick your city wisely. <laughs> right, right, yeah. That because actually, a guy that we was talking to down at the game yesterday was saying like up in Tip City is bad. So I'm trying to think like what's a good way to go like on a bike path because Kettering is bad, Tip City is bad. So I'm trying to think of a different direction. Maybe I just go go downtown. We'll see. We'll find out one way or the other. If you look up an app. I'm sure it is. It's a Cata locator. <laughs> right. I, hey, why you bullshitting? I'm going to do that. A, six, a six-week check every 17 years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're going to get into some of these playoff talk? Well, hold on, man. Hold on. I, and I, should, I was looking at the topics, man. We ain't going to talk about the amazing boxing matches? <laughs> no, no one watched that but you, though. What? Oh my! I God. watched. Oh. I, watched. Yeah. I watched when I watched when he got came with the YouTube link. Yeah, because <laughs> that that one you sent for the Logan Paul Mayweather yeah. that shit had my phone herking and jerking. Damn. And I was like, delete, delete, get off, get off. The 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 Ocho shit. That one that Odizzle sent me it got me to a round and a half. Right. Wow. I'm, I'm sitting there round like two about to wrap up. And it just stopped. So I had to like, now I'm like, I'm, I'm, but I'm into it at this point. So I'm like, shit. So I grabbed the keys, get in the car, ride to my friend's house like 10 minutes away who I know was watching me. By the time I get there, they're like, oh, Joe got, he got knocked down. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> so See, that link, the rest of the- that link did me justice because my homeboy, uh, actually my wife's cousin, we went over there to watch it and they didn't want to fuck with no links and they bought it. You know what I'm saying? But the Showtime app wasn't working or whatever. So, right. you know, Link came in handy. Saved the day. And then, <laughs> and, and then the one you sent for this one, I hit that one and I had the Kev experience. My phone, I, you know how you like close the windows to, on your like Safari on your phone? Bruh, I was doing that shit for like seven minutes. I've had so much <laughs> pop-ups. I'm Damn. Like, and, and, but the video never played. It never, never once worked. So I didn't get to see none of it. The one, the so, one, the fans, nigga. That <laughs> shit, <laughs> that shit was hilarious, bro. From jump to from jump. To, as soon as I turned it on, I think it was like uh, Wide Neck. Do y'all know who Wide Neck is? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't know he was still alive. <laughs> his neck wide. ain't as wide. His he, oh, he, sli- the black he slimmed down. Yeah, he was I fighting saw... somebody. No more shoulder yeah. shrug. I saw him on a chiropractor video getting his neck cracked for the first time in his life. That shit was funny as fuck. What? He's such a he's such a big dude, and the chiropractor was like getting him loosened up with like a chisel and hammer type shit. Had yeah. him had him had him tink 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 all around his neck, and then finally was getting him cracked, and he was having that experience for the first time. That shit was funny. Bruh, this I would say it was more entertaining than the Mayweather Logan Paul, bruh, because these is not nowhere near. Even amateur boxers, these are just <laughs> niggas throwing on gloves. So they not they not technical with it, bro. They just in the rings wailing on each other. They'll try to block and hug, but they're getting clocked, bro. So <laughs> it ain't it ain't for the uh, actual boxing connoisseur, nigga. This is just for to see some drunk look like drunk niggas in the ring fighting, bro. So, this so- is how you know the algorithms are crazy on YouTube. 
So this was sent out the YouTube link, and I'm like, oh, okay, I'll fuck with this. This is off YouTube. So we streaming it on the TV in the bedroom or whatever. So we watch it. So we watched, uh, what was it, Peter Guns and Peter Cisco. Guns. We watched that. Was that. A good one. We saw whack-ass <laughs> Rich Dollars get punched in the face and everything like that. And I dozed off, and then I woke up. It was freaking uh, Lamar Odom and uh, the singer dude. Aaron, Aaron Carter. Carter. Put some respect and on I his saw... name, bro. Don't <laughs> For what? That nigga got his ass whooped. That nigga, he, he was bombing on, uh, on on Lamar. And Lamar just is taking it. And then Lamar just was like, boom, with the left and dropped his ass. <laughs> I, so, I saw that shit on Twitter. That shit looked like E Honda fighting somebody. It was like <laughs> it was just this big nigga just taking those shots, and then all of a sudden you saw him bink and he just crumbled. <laughs> uh, he crumbled. Why yeah. was Lamar Odom sagging though? <laughs> Bruh, I'm like somebody got to pull up his pants. He was only sagging in the back. Like it wasn't even <laughs> falling off. Falling off, but he his ass was showing. <laughs> I don't know, man. That shit was hilarious, though, bro. That shit was a, that shit was terrible and hilarious all at the same time. And that's what I was talking about with the algorithm. So I watched that on was that Friday night. The next day, when I'm messing around on YouTube, on my suggested viewing thing was when <laughs> Kim when Kim K was in a celebrity boxing match. And I was just like, now my damn timeline is gonna be full of celebrity boxing shit. Now, like this shit is crazy, man. You watch one thing on celebrity boxing. And now my timeline is full with that shit, man. It's here, crazy. Here come, here come the old M- MTV ones too. Right. So is this the new <laughs> wave though? Because um, I missed yesterday. There was more boxing matches yesterday with like YouTubers versus TikTokers. And I don't know if y'all know the rapper DDG, but he was in there clocking niggas. Never heard of him. <laughs> y'all might have played him. With uh, he got a song with Blueface. Uh, oh, oh. <laughs> he said, he said, D D G. Yeah, he was in the ring getting popping, man. So what? It was a, a good week of some entertainment boxing. Not even no real so, boxing. So let me just tell you this: I just typed in D D G on the laptop, right? First thing pops up: D D G confirms he is quitting YouTube after battle of platforms victory. Oh my god! So now he's about to be a boxer, I think. <laughs> I never, never seen this nigga a day in my life. Right. I think my shit is bugging. Y'all done froze. Uh-oh. Boom. Can you Uh-oh. hear me? Yeah, we okay, can hear yeah. you. You hear what I said or no? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I said I, I typed in DDG on the laptop, and the first thing that comes up, it says DDG confirms he is quitting YouTube after Battle of the Platform's victory. Mm-hmm. So he, he about to be in this ring, I guess. Hey. Before we move on, man, but I, I, I want to talk about a couple of my uh, terrible predictions that's been going down. Uh, <laughs> a couple weeks ago, I predicted that Jay-Z, Missy, all them was going to come out on Swiss Beats and, and Timberland. Yeah. Uh, that Nobody. was a bullshit. Nobody. <laughs> not, not even drag on, not Busta Rhymes, not a nigga, not Mag and Goo. Nobody came out for that shit. It was still cool, but that was terrible. Then right. I predicted that... Uh, Logan Paul would actually land a clean punch on Floyd. That sure the fuck didn't happen. So I just want to say my prediction's been way off lately. So take that. Have we talked? Have we talked about how y'all felt about the fight? Did y'all? Did we ever address that? I don't remember. Nah, I don't, we, nah we did ahead. the podcast and then the fight happened yeah. a couple hours later, I believe. So, so in me watching the fight, you know, I was thinking like, man, if he land one, but the more I watch that fight, the more I, like every other Floyd fight I watch. I go through the roller coaster of shoulda, coulda, wouldas, but Floyd always just size him up and take control. So he let round one and round two go. To, to Logan kind of was just more active. But by that third round, bro, go ahead and throw your little five five piece wellers. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna hit you with three in the ribs. And then now you now them ribs is hurting, and now I'm going to that head. Like it was just it was just a Professional versus amateur, bro. Yeah. That's what I said, man. The the joints that I watched, the Aaron Carter, Lamar Odom, the fucking Peter Guns versus Cisco, that them just was more entertaining because you got two niggas that just is in there just throwing you hands. Say, you say Cisco? It's a it's a love love and hip hop, I believe. Not yeah. the singer, Cisco. Oh, oh, that, that, <laughs> I'm about to say, wait a minute. Man, yeah. this, this these celebrity boxing matches are glorified bum fights. 
These are bum fights with gloves on. Yeah. And I heard Max Kellerman say this before, and, and I'm starting to really agree with him. He said, combat sports are the most entertaining thing in the world because if you're walking down the street and you see two people fighting, you're going to stop and watch. If you're walking down the street and you see a group of people playing basketball, you're going to keep on going. If somebody playing football, you're going to keep on going. But if somebody fighting, you about to turn your head. You might even stop and watch. But <laughs> I, I was like, damn, that's right. Like, how many times have you just been on a walk or just out and about? You see somebody hooping, and you just don't even give it a second thought in the world. When people is fighting, people watch. So these glorified bum fights with celebrities, they about to do crazy numbers because all you need yeah. is the right celebrity to jump in the ring or the right two celebrities to jump in the ring of mm-hmm. uh, uh, like two weeks of promo and people going to tune in. So it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. Think about all these beefs, man. All these right. beefs. If niggas literally capitalized off of it and just said, yo, let's let's do the promo for a good two weeks, get a couple folks on the undercard. Because I think what back in the day, it was a Soldier Boy versus Chris Brown alleged boxing match was going to go down. You know how many numbers that would have done? Back then, kill that nigga. Mm-hmm. And they both would have got a bag though. Yeah. One nigga might not be receiving that bag. Might be on his deathbed. <laughs> I'm with all this celebrity boxing. Nah, man. yeah, it's cool. It's cool. Celebrities make the world go around, man. What y'all want to get into? Y'all want to get into this? Y'all want to get into this NBA? I want to get into this versus. What y'all, what y'all talk about? It's your world, kill. It's your world. <laughs> Shit, let's talk about some NBA then. Let's uh, let's see what we got. Let's uh, first let's talk about some some of these matchups and what's going on. So today who play? Um, I think, Hawks. Uh, trouble, trouble, trouble. They in Hawks trouble. and Sixers. You said the Hawks is in trouble. Oh, they're going. They're going. They're losing in five, bro. Uh, once, tomorrow, once, they? I thought, I thought once like they decided, the is it? I'm not. Uh, I thought it was Brooklyn and Milwaukee, and then it was uh, uh yeah, it's Bro- yeah, it's, uh the Nets and the Bucks, and then Suns and the Nets. Ah, okay, okay, yeah. another day to live. <laughs> but as for the Hawks, they're done for, man. They're cooked. Once Danny Green got hurt, which is a good thing for the Seventy Sixers, that means he doesn't have to guard Trey Young. That means they can have Thibel and uh, Ben Simmons guard him. Once mm. you put Ben Simmons on him, it's a wrap, dog. It's a wrap. That mm. floater over with that over. that crossover over like i mean he's gonna get buckets because he's a good player but like killing he ain't about to be killing that backdoor lob that he was doing that's not gonna happen because Embiid is at the rim already and now you got 610 ben simmons guarding you there's nowhere to pass it you ain't gonna be able to make that pass at uh 510 so it's mm-hmm. a wrap the dudes is done in five yo <laughs> yeah yeah that was a that was a huge blow for the, the the whole series because also though it, it shake up like you say it shake up Philly rotation and they got a bunch of bigger taller players you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so so they can go on ahead and let uh um what what do name um shake uh, oh yeah uh, shake Milton Bible uh, all the motherfuckers George Hill and he on there oh yeah he can sit on the bench too but yeah. no I'm saying <laughs> no I'm saying he he can go out there and take them six fouls. Like, who cares? Like, you feel like <laughs> they got a bunch of rotating players that can just give the guards for, for Atlanta a bunch of energy and a bunch of fouls and a bunch of just uncomfortability. So, I, yeah. I, five, five easy, I think. It's, it's, it's two more games in that one. I was, like, initially rooting for the Hawks, but the more I watch the Nets – I'm going to need a good series, man, <clears throat> next round. So I'm, I'm going to have to go with the Sixers and it, might be room for them. It, it, is Brooklyn and Philly going to be a good series? If, if Embiid stay healthy? That's the question. Because that meniscus, that's supposed to be a four- to six-week sit-down, and he playing through it. Mm-hmm. He's small. Them shots, them shots is gonna cover it up for a minute, but that wear and tear is still happening. So that's why it's so important for them to win at five, so he can get some rest. Yeah, I just, I, I just, that's just the question for me: is 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 Embiid gonna be healthy enough to get through this series and the playoffs? Shit, I don't, 
is looking. I mean, he he's balling. Don't get me don't get it wrong. Yeah. Like he know how to still get it done, and he's getting it done. But I just worry with the. I don't know if it's still this way with the NBA, but the whole forty day and forty nights with the playoffs that used to be a thing that they promoted, like with the with the day on day off life of the playoffs. Man, that meniscus ain't no. That's a that's that's a thing. (laughs) And that's a, that's another yeah. nigga that's one fall away from being out for three weeks. Like, yeah. Him and Anthony Davis is the same build. Them exactly. niggas is made of made of glass. Exactly. I but mean, that's not going No, I was going to go, go say you was talking about the Nets. Are we about to talk about the Bucks yet, or are we saving that? Nah, I mean yeah, we can we can go ahead and get into that series. We can go ahead, you know, it's been it's Milwaukee and Brooklyn. Brooklyn up two one. What's up with your pick, bro? Um, my pick is trash. <laughs> That's another trash pick by me. But I, I kind of knew, I kind of knew that you was gonna go there. So I got a little ammo for y'all. Uh-oh. Killers top ten players. We posted this on December fifteenth. <laughs> he had LeBron at one, Giannis at two. Uh, Dizzle's top ten players: LeBron at one, Giannis at two. Fuck no. That nigga whack, yo. I'm, who was number three? Done. Who who I followed that up with? Uh you said LeBron, Giannis, AD, Katie, Steph, Ooh. Dame, Kawhi, Harden, Luca, the MVP, Joker. I, I said AD at three. I said Bron, AD, Katie, Kawhi, Steph, Giannis, Joker, Dame, Jimmy Buckets. That's how the <laughs> and Luca Killer said LeBron I can't make a jump shot Giannis Dame AD KD Luca Kawhi Steph Harden and the MVP so we all I, got some rearranging to do sound like I mean it, look man I'm gonna keep it funky man I, I bought in I was they got me hook line and sinker I was watching a ton of Bucks games I'm like, look, man, I really like what they're doing. Like, they taking the ball out of Giannis' hands. They making uh, Middleton, like, create the action so he can hit a jump shot or he can pass it to Giannis. But Giannis, man, he's got to stop shooting the ball, dude. I don't want to see him shoot anything outside the paint ever again in my life, dude. Like, yeah. stop, bro. He got to practice stop. on it. He no, want them to be no. like Ben Simmons that no. don't shoot. Yeah, <clears throat> I, exactly. Ben Simmons shoots the shots he can make. I'd rather you shooting the shots that you can make than shooting some shit you can't make. He can't make it. He can't make man. those shots. He can't. He's not skilled enough. He's not a very good dribbler. He need a better Damn shooting sure. coach. Cause you see, no, they why did some, gotta, they did some on, steals. Man. Like they come did some on, photos man. on that nigga come, form. Okay, his knees okay. is buckled in. His hand okay, is like over so, top of the ball. So the the Bucks have made the most threes of any team in the NBA. Middleton shoots above forty percent. Uh, Brooke Lopez shoots above forty percent. Uh, George uh, Hill. Uh, uh, Drew Holiday <laughs> shoots about forty percent. PJ uh, Tucker shoots at forty percent. All them niggas play for the same team. They got the same shooting coach. He's the oddball. He should not be shooting no shots ever, <laughs> ever. He, I don't. He's not skilled enough, man. You it work on me. that shit on the off season because. Him shooting seven threes a game? Why are you shooting seven threes a game? Why are you shooting pull-up jumpers on fast breaks? Dude, go to the rim. If you can, if they build on the wall and you can't go to the rim, pass it to a guard. Stop yeah. shooting that shit, bro. It took me up until this year to realize I should have never had my chips on somebody that get a 10-second violation for shooting free throws, bro. Yeah, that shit wild. <laughs> like, there's, there's, like, that, that, shit shit to, that, shit happen, <laughs> that shit happened to me in fourth grade elementary basketball once, and I learned my lesson. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, there's no way you should be a, thinking about that shit that much. But, like, that shows you right there, like, that nigga's head is in a pretzel. He ain't ready. <laughs> he ain't ready. He ain't ready. Man, he is not ready. Defend him and saying, "Oh man, they need more talent around him." Nah, bro, he got to elevate his game. He has to play play better, man. Like, dude, mm-hmm. 
And this happens every year. Oh man. I, I and the reason I'm so upset about it because I, I bought it hook, line, and sinker, dude. I was like, oh yeah, they got these niggas. Like they play defense. Giannis been attacking the rim. And now he decided like it's almost like an ego thing. Like he see KD out here cooking. Pull it up, Jay. Fade away, Jay. Crossover, Jay. To the rim, layup. To the rim, dunk. He like, man, he ain't better than me. I can do that shit. No. KD is probably the best offensive player I've ever seen in my life. Like, just strictly offense. Like, KD can do it all on, on yeah. scoring the ball. He can't. And that's fine. But you have to do things that you can do well. And it's on it's on him. It's on the coaching staff to tell him, hey, bruh, Nick say on the threes, bruh. <laughs> I know you the you the you the two hundred million dollar man. I know all that shit, but the threes, bruh, chill, chill. You get two so, two a game. <laughs> so with it being two run two one Brooklyn, what we calling that series about to finish up like? Nets and five. Uh, they barely won this game. They barely won this game, and Middleton and Giannis, you know, point wise went off. They was up big in the first quarter, even though it was just the first quarter. I know first quarter really don't mean shit because, I mean, Brooklyn came storming back. But you're not expecting Kyrie to have another bad shooting night like that. And that was and Middleton's I mean, first, first game of the playoffs for real. Yeah, yeah, like Middleton, if they got any chance, Middleton going to have to get busy. Middleton going to have to go for 40. Like, yeah. in, in my mind, and I know it's not a popular opinion, man, I think Middleton's a better basketball player than Giannis. Like, I know he ain't popular. Ooh. I know he don't talk. But, I mean, look, when they play good basketball, he's the reason why. Like, those, I just think what Giannis does is hollow. Like, that shit is, yeah. like, yeah, it, it's dunks. It look cool. It's on ESPN, all that type of shit. But, man, that shit is bad, dude. That shit is <laughs> real bad. If the game was all fast breaks and played like NBA Jam, Giannis would be in a goat. You know what I'm saying? But when it's... When you, when you got to pause for a second and run a play, oh, shit. Here come, here come the long-footed Giannis that just looked, <laughs> he, he just looked like he just in the way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He just looked like he in the way when they running a play. Like, now, when they're on the fast break, six strides from, from half court, he's dunking. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's unstoppable to me. But when, when you got to run a play, and in the playoffs, you want to run some plays. That's when, get, that's when you're gonna get exposed every time. I think they'll get one more. <clears throat> Look at you. I yeah, think I they'll get one more. Because um we still talking about the two time MVP. You know what I'm saying? The Nets still don't got James Harden. I I think they can still one more, but that's it. They better get this one. They better get this one today. Yeah. If they yeah. go home if the Brooklyn Nets go home three one. That's right. It's Rap City. Rap City. <laughs> So then let's let's shoot across real quick to Phoenix and Denver. I wanted to ask, before we jump into it, I wanted to ask you how you feel about Jokic winning the MVP. Fair. I believe that was one of my picks early on. I don't know if Fact. I said it on the pod. Did, yeah. I, did I do that? Yeah. It's on yeah. wax. It's on, yeah, wax. on wax. You know what it's else on is on wax? You know what else is on wax? Me saying Chris Paul should be the MVP. That's also on wax. And his team is, and his team is about to sweep him. So I think I had you know. Dame. I think I had Dame off the bubble. I was still on the Dame clock from the bubble. I was too hyped. Oh, <laughs> uh, Dame's the man. It, it just ain't won enough games. But I was yeah. on record saying Chris Paul should be the MVP. People on this podcast laughed in my face. And his team is about to sweep the MVP's team. So that's shout cool. Shouts out to CP3. Man, you see the numbers Jokic pull up, pulling up, bro. What do what you mean? 30, 32, 20, and 10, bro? Only done by two other players. As, I mean, legends. that's great. That's great, and I respect it. But a lot of these numbers can be skewed. Like, I saw a crazy stat that had P.J. Tucker and Kobe Bryant and, and, and Michael Jordan, the only three players ever to do something, too. So, I, I, I just... I get that, because ESPN, I, they'll, they'll find a way to throw a, a random nigga with Jordan and with Kobe. Right. Yeah. But a 30, 20, and 10 game in the oh, playoffs. He's he crazy with it. He's crazy with it. No doubt about it. But, you know, I celebrate winning, and Chris Paul's a winner. And Chris Paul team's about to sweep the MVP's team. Chris Paul should have been MVP. Does Phoenix have enough to win the chip? I say they do. They do, 
have enough firepower, but they do not have enough experience. The only experienced players on that team are the point guard, Chris Paul, and Crowder. Everybody mm-hmm. else is younger than Dizzle. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, when they go up against probably the Nets and KD, like, I really like Mikael Bridges, but if Giannis is getting cooked by KD, we all know Mikael Bridges is going to get cooked by AD too. So with James Crowder. Yeah. So yeah. it's just a simple fact of they'll probably Chris Paul is good enough to get them to if they actually make it because they still going to get past the Clippers or the Jazz, but they got enough firepower. But I don't think they shit going to sync up because Chris Paul is like what thirty seven, and everybody else on the team mm-hmm. is like twenty three, twenty five years old. So right. by the time that they good enough, Chris Paul ain't going to be good enough no more. So. They window is kind of shaky. Like yeah, this year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's the engine. He's the engine why they're so good because, I mean, he's a traditional point guard putting people in the right positions. Like, hey, no, you go here. You go here. I'll get you the ball in your, your pocket where you like to shoot the ball. Like, all those small things that people really don't appreciate anymore, Chris Paul still does it. So, they window yeah. is very small to win this chip, man. So, I wish yeah. him nothing but the best. Yeah, I'm excited to see how it unfolds. Cause I, I think it was uh my mom and shopping at Value City too much as a kid, but it was always like a random Phoenix Sun shirt in the rack. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I used to just always have Phoenix Sun gear as a kid, so I've always kind of just had this soft spot for Phoenix. Want to see them do well, but it's always this. It's like they they missing that one hump, and it's like for this, what they're missing is experience. Like like you say, it's a bunch of you know. You rely on a 22-year-old Aiden to, to be your big man in the playoffs. You know, that's an important – Hey, he's balling. Yeah. He is. He's so far balling. so good. But, you know, up next is going to either be Gobert or, you know, whoever. So, I, I'm sure we all say Phoenix, do they sweep or does Denver get one? Break out sweep. the room, bro. Yeah, that's Break a sweep. Break out the room. Point guard. <clears throat> and they blowing the these niggas out, too. I think yeah, yeah, like the last six games have all been blowouts for the Suns. Well, they yeah. do something that Portland uh, doesn't even try to do. Play defense. Like, like, hey, look, I'm a huge Dame fan. Loving the death and everything like that. But when you got a backcourt of Dame and CJ, and both of them dudes is about 6'3", and then you call up a dude that couldn't get on the team and mellow to save your season last year, and he does that, like, none of your best three players are known for defense. And then you throw in Nurkic, who's not known for playing defense, so four of your five best players play no defense yeah, at all. Yeah. You're not going to outscore people. I don't care if Dame drop a 55-piece, as we saw. He dropped 50 fucking five points, and they still lost. Yeah. Like, you can't do that. Like, you can't do that. You can't waste that type of performance. And something that the Phoenix Suns is doing is they're actually closing out on the shooters for Denver. Like, when Denver was playing – the Blazers, they was getting wide open looks. Like they're pros, bro. They're yeah. pros. They're gonna knock down wide open shots. And you know, Phoenix is coming at them in waves, dog. In waves. Like Dizzle said, they blowing them out, especially in that second half. So I I think that they 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 should sweep. But I I can see them losing this one today. But they should sweep. But just a little food for thought I kind of saw and getting ready for the pot. If you go back to Philly, um, first round, they won against Washington 4-1. They up 2-1 this one. So they got two losses. If they can get these two wins, they'll have two losses moving into the Eastern Conference Finals. Brooklyn uh, beat Boston 4-1. They up 2-1 in this one. If they can get going, they got two losses going into the Eastern Conference Finals. Phoenix lost to the – I mean, beat the Lakers 4-2, and they're up 3-0. If they can get this sweep, they would have two losses <laughs> heading to the Western Conference Finals. And Utah beat Memphis 4-1 and up 2-1 against the Clips. So if they can get, continue on, everybody will have two losses. So sometimes they like to bring up that, you know, they've gone 6-7 and seven and, you know, you know things can still shake up. But right. if, if, if they hold up, you know, it's going to be, you know, kind of fairish. Fair shake on that mm-hmm. regard of of them like to bring up you know this team been playing seven straight you know seven straight games two series in a row and da, 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 da. so that part of it this year ain't ain't gonna be ammo for them so 
Looking forward to it. And then the last series, we get into it. Utah Clippers, Utah up 2-1. I think <sighs> one, one question I have for y'all was, if the Clips lose this series, does Kawhi and PG, are they teammates next year? I don't think so. <clears throat> I don't know, man. Because uh, them is two not-by-the-book niggas. It can't really predict what these niggas is thinking or what they're going to do because they both have surprised the world in the past. PG going to OKC, then the Clippers. Like, nobody thought of that. Kawhi, well, he was traded to Toronto, but then nobody thought he was going to go to the Clippers. So, right. it's like, shit, who knows? That nigga might be on the fucking fucking Pelicans next year. Niggas, <laughs> well, <laughs> we don't know. Surprise, bitches! <laughs> <laughs> so, Kawhi for thought, signed a three-year, $103 million contract with the Clippers, right? He'll be a free agent in 2022. Paul George contract is a four-year, $136 million contract. But Kawhi has a player opt-out Correct. at this year. Yeah. Correct. So he can so bounce. That's what, so, yeah. I think with the, with the money they're spending for them, with the opt-out of Kawhi. Now, Kawhi, he, he might love it in L.A. You know, he might be straight. Kawhi, Kawhi don't, don't beat on everybody else's drum. So, you never know what Kawhi's going to do. But I just wonder, are they going to be able to continue just getting subpar playoff runs that much money on the table? Yeah, I don't know. Where you at? Year, year it's the Clippers we're talking about. So, you know, that's the bar. Really, you know, it's not for us. We're thinking championship or bust, but you know, that's that's Clipper basketball right there. And I actually said 130 million. Paul George is 190 million contract mm. extension with the Clippers, so he yeah, had the he, maximum. He had the max. So, whew, we'll see. Man, all so, I know so is I think Utah wins that one in five, though. Ooh, I hope so. I'm ready to get this Ooh, shit Utah. over with. I think Utah wins the last two. Mitchell hurt. Mitchell yeah. is hurt. Yeah. yeah. At the wrong yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> I got Utah. Yeah. I got Utah. If, on if seven. he's hurt though, if he's if he's hurt, it might go six, seven. It might go it might go seven if he's hurt. I mean, I got I got Utah on seven and I got Mike Conley finally making an appearance in this series by game six, trying to stabilize things for them. Uh I, man, this whole Paul George Kawhi thing, man, it's just it's just a nightmare scenario for everybody involved. If you're a Clippers fan, because you got a dude in Kawhi who don't talk and just not a very active person, so when he has a subpar game, nobody says shit because he's not like a big personality. But if Paul George has a mediocre game, people bash him. Pandemic P. They on his neck. But last night, everything was clicking. Everything was working. Crickets. So I just, I don't know why Paul George is so polarizing to so many people. Like, I just don't know why. I just don't get why he's so polarizing to so many people. Like, he's a good basketball player. But, like, he did. I don't think he deserves this much of our attention when they're not playing good basketball. Because I never viewed him as, like, oh, my goodness. He's elite. He's next level. Like we, I ran through our top ten players. He ain't sniff nobody's top ten. So I don't think I don't know why the media, like ESPN and Skip Bayless and all them, try to treat Paul George as if he is a top ten NBA player. He's not. He's like a top twenty, top twenty five, and he's uh, he's performs like that. He performs like a top twenty, top twenty five player. So I don't know why people bash on him. As if he's really that good. I mean, he's good, but like he ain't great. It show you how 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 roller coaster they gotta be for these players. Cause you gotta think the world saw Paul George shin bones. Mm. Man, like, yeah. like they used to they, Go back. that that hold a special place in people's hearts for a long time on the like compassion and like he made his back and all that that to get him where he is now. And then the roller coaster, like you right back to Boy, 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 you trash on Sundays in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just, 
it's just crazy how like you're the good cop, bad cop, and you never know which year is gonna be which. It's just I've always rooted for Paul George. I've always been a fan of Paul. I think Paul George goes gets busy, but like you have top ten weeks at your job week after week, year after year. You know what Hell I'm saying? Man. Like everybody, everybody have a couple of days where they like, man, fuck this shit. So. We all forget that when we're watching the sport, that these, like, humans that can just be in. There's a lot to load it. There's a lot to load it. You know how I feel about Paul George. And he's a great player. And I think he can be top ten, which is why we hold him to that. Because we've seen flashes for the last five, six years of him balling, taking the Pacers to the Eastern Conference Finals. That's ten and... years ago, though. All right. So now what? You a vet? We know yeah, you got that, the bag. That's ten years ago. Like... Bro, he's better now than he was. So he's had 10 years to elevate, and he hasn't. So obviously he's not that. He can be that, bro. He got the bag. We see it sometimes. It's like when AD don't play up to his potential. I'm bashing that nigga every single time. Because we know you got it. There's not a guard. There's not a forward uh, that got a better handle than Paul George. That nigga smooth with the handle, and he's a two, one of the better two way players. Mm-hmm. He's literally top three two way players. No, he ain't. He got. We gotta stop with this. He a good defender stuff, man, because what? he he got cooked. By cooked. Yeah, Luca cooked him. Uh, <laughs> Everybody though, Luca cooked him. Uh, Donovan Mitchell definitely cooked him in game two. He did fifteen out the gate. Like Luca cooks everybody just like Joel and B cooks everybody. Like you can't stop him. Donovan Mitchell got four. But you gotta make him shoot bad shots. Like you gotta have him shoot like (laughs) if he gonna cook, you gotta have him out here shooting fifteen for thirty-five. Like Donovan Mitchell was like fifteen for (laughs) twenty. Like like shooting like seventy-five percent. Like you gotta do something. Yeah, I mean I don't know. I, I just don't view him in that light, man. But you know, Dizzle don't like us, so he gonna view, he gonna raise <laughs> he gonna raise his game so it can he can feel justified bashing. <laughs> I know justified he a good player, hate. man. He a, he a good player, but for sure. he, he gotta prove it when it counts. All right, real, so, then, then then real quick question then. If if okay, you Lakers fan, Dizzle? No. LeBron fan, my bad. I'm sorry. Yeah, correction. Yes, LeBron. You can have Giannis on your team, or you can have Paul George on join LeBron. Paul George, without a question, that nigga Giannis will clog up the paint. LeBron, nah. we need a person that can shoot. <laughs> that was an easy one. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, fair enough. I did want to get on this topic before we wrap up. This one was a uh, kind of just a dope one. Do y'all watch? Did y'all ever see the I Am Athlete Pie with uh, Prime Time Ocho? I think uh, what's yes. the dude's name? Channing Crowder. Yes. All them. So they had a conversation. Did, did, did you watch that at all? No, I didn't. I, I okay. know what you're talking about, but I, I no, I haven't seen any of those. So it basically was having a bunch of conversations, but one of the conversations on there was talking about how HBCUs um, basically what Prime is trying to accomplish in HBCUs is bringing more exposure to not just Jackson State where he is now the head coach, but also trying to bring exposures to the HBCU football program as a whole. He wants to, he wants all schools involved in this, in this ride. So Shannon Crowder got like a nine-year-old and the question was brought up where you know, would you send your son to Dion? Yeah. Um, Brandon Brandon Marshall's really on the whole idea of for us by us. You know, doing this doing this with Dion and everybody kind of supporting that and getting some of these big name kids to these HBCUs. But Shannon had the side where he like you know if a Power Five school is going to be promoting or uh, recruiting my kid and Jackson State or Hampton or, you know, Howard is going to be recruiting my kid. I think he has much more chance to making it going to a Power Five than going to HBCU as of right now. So, with all that said, I just wondered, 
Do y'all really feel like Dion can make this thing go like it needs to go to get these HBCUs the exposure they need to be, you know, on ESPN every week? Hell nah. <laughs> Niggas don't watch their games for the coach. Let's keep it a buck. Ain't nobody, I can't name one HBCU player, especially football. It's yeah, they, 50, mil, 50 million collegiate football players. They said during the uh, pod that there was not one HBCU player drafted in the last draft this year. Mm-hmm. Not it's a hell one. of niggas. And, and, <laughs> and Dion was saying, like, where they're lacking right now, the receivers outside the, outside the uh, box, the receivers, you know, they got it. With the linemen, quarterback, that's where the HBCU suffers the most. That's where the difference is. And yeah. And Dion, you know, he's getting some big names to flip the coin and, and come on over. But it's going to take – like, they even said, like, Dion said he had a meeting with the NFL where they're trying to get grant money to where NFL puts up, you know, X amount of million of dollars. And players like Ocho and Brandon Marshall or just players that want to get into culture. But Who? Eddie George. Didn't Eddie George yeah. sign a deal somewhere? Yeah. Tennessee State. Yeah, yep. But players that want to get involved with that, you know what I'm saying, these HBCUs can't afford these players. So let's start a fund where we throw them 50 or 60K. They come and, you know, out there for, the for you know, helping these kids and helping these, these HBCUs get exposure. And that's kind of where he's going with it. But I just don't see – I don't see the kumbaya happening. I just I just don't see it. Bro. I mean, I, I would love it, but I don't see it. I would love for that to happen. But the plain and simple answer to that is ain't enough money. HBCUs go up against so many challenges on the academic side of getting money and funding just for the reason that people go there, which is for school. Mm -hmm. Then you have the aspect of endowments with universities. So we could talk about how Jerry Rice went to an HBCU, HBCU, Walter Payton, Shannon Sharp, Bob Hayes, all these like big time NFL players from like the 70s and 80s who are Hall of Famers, but those are just a few. That out of the hold, thousands. Out of the <laughs> thousands. And that doesn't hold a candle to what Chase Young from Ohio State, Dwayne Haskins from Ohio State, that's just in the recent draft. So when the powers that be have the power, which mm-hmm. is money, it'll never change that way. Like, in football, it's totally different. Like, he talked about, like, with the receivers and the DBs, like, you're going to have the athleticism and the speed and the do, to do the exact same thing that the guys at Power Fives are doing. But mm-hmm. where the real game of football is won and lost is in the trenches with the offensive alignment and defense alignment and then, obviously, the quarterback. So those mm-hmm. are very key positions. But I just don't – I hope it happens. I pray it happens. I hope they do everything in their power to try to, to shift that. But – I could see a situation where HBCU basketball, where they start, they can get five stars and quote unquote elite talent because yeah. the money in HBCUs, you got to think about it like the training facilities, the coaching staff, the the shadow staffs, and let's not even try to front man. Like if you're a five star athlete getting recruited by Ohio State, Clemson, Alabama, USC, all these big time schools and everything like that, there's a bag man. And people yeah. that don't know what a bag man is, that's the dude that's funneling in money to the kid through his uncle, through his auntie to get his family money to entice him to come to their school. These mm-hmm. HBCUs don't have that type of power or money coming in to do things like that. Yes, yeah, illegal, but they just don't have that funding to have the superior weight rooms, to have like treatment facilities, all these types of things. They just don't have it. So That was one thing that, that they said that um, really just, like, made me just even sit back, like, there's no way, bro. Dion said that he has scholarship players that are actively on scholarship that couldn't come to X, Y, and Z workout or couldn't make it here or there because they had to go to work mm-hmm. to make ends meet. You know, Shannon uh, Shannon Crowder, like, you know, Power Fives, we're not allowed to have a job. He right. Like, he's like, yeah, because y'all, y'all got Pell Grants and y'all got more financial you know, support from the universities to where, and then Ocho, like, the bag, man, like, Ocho know, like, shit, y'all get taken care of out there, like, where the money at, so. Yeah. It's, like you say, it's just too much of that to where 
the dream sound good, and if, 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 if anybody can make a change, I think for Jackson State was Dion was a good hire for them, and Eddie Jordan. Like these bringing these names in is the start, but it's such a long time away. Like it's it, it's, it, it's decades it's nowhere, away. Yeah, by time by time it's happening. You know, we're gonna be looking at you know Deion Sanders like we're looking at Grambling's coach when they on TV once a year. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's gonna be like by then it's gonna be well you did it, but only twenty percent of the population really know who you are and care about you know that whole story now. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. yeah, and I think it's different for basketball. I think basketball most definitely got a better shot at it. Hell you yeah, look, you Hell looking yeah. at high schoolers. With already uh, notable names like niggas know who Mikey Williams is. Yeah, niggas know some of these bigger people that's talking about coming over there. And I think it's another player that actually went to a HBCU. It's somebody's little brother. I forget yeah, his name. Yeah, uh, McCor. I forget his name. I'm thinking of what's the dude? He used to play for the Bucks. Yeah, Thon yeah, Maker. Yeah. Maker. Yeah, Thon Maker. Yeah, Thon Maker. Yeah, Thon yeah, yeah, yeah. little, little brother, brother went to a HBCU. Yeah. Now I think he's about to be in either the draft portal or trying to go to the G League or something like. It's definitely uh, more doable for basketball because you already got high school notables with a highlight reel that we've all seen. Like, football just don't got that much juice with it. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, you got to think about it like this. Also, in college football, they're, the football coaches there are expected to develop you as a, as a football player, get you stronger, faster, ready for the NFL. In basketball, like, they kind of know. Like, let's be real, man. You can like we can look at Kevin Durant's frame coming out of Texas or coming out of high school, or whatever. Like, all right, man, he can put the ball in the hole. It really don't matter if he's strong or not. Now right. he can get him stronger. He can get buckets. Like we've seen like younger kids play with older kids and be able to hold their own. And they'll mm-hmm. worry about that shit later. There is no all right, man, you can hold your own in the NFL. You know what I'm saying? You have to be big. You have to be strong. You have to be right. able to catch. Like, there's no development in the NFL. They want you to come into the NFL as a ready-made product. And in the NBA, it's so much easier to come as a ready-made p- product. Like, oh, man, he can shoot the lights out. All right, man. They it, can it, jump it, out the gym. Like, yeah, it's just, like, you got it or you don't at this point. Yeah, like, at worst-case scenario, like, oh, man, we thought he was going to be a cornerstone of the franchise. All right, like, look at Andrew Wiggins. Like, all right, he drafted number one. Like, we view him as, like, all right, man, he I. Right. But in reality, the nigga gets busy. You know what I'm saying? And in worst mm-hmm. case scenario, dudes turn into a three and D player. Like, all right, man, you just play defense and shoot threes. There's nothing. There's no role for you to do that in the NFL. So right. I respect Dion and all the HBCUs. I think the bigger thing is instead of focusing on trying to get these dudes to the NFL and everything like that, is to focus on, hey, man, let's get as many kids in and out of college with college degrees debt free. Like that should be the focus because trying to worry about trying to make sure the HBCU guys get into the NFL, that's almost like a pipe dream because the powers that be, the Alabamas and everything like that, they'll never, they'll never go back to the way it was back to the 70s where before integration. They'll they'll make sure it don't happen. They'll pull out that bag to make sure that those kids don't go to those HBCUs. Like you mean to tell me, let's just say, I don't know, Jackson State come with the number one recruiting class. They get the number one quarterback, offensive line. They get all the top dudes to say they coming to their school. Alabama's going to dial up their bag, man, and say, hey, they're not going to that school. They're going to come to Alabama, right? What's that Manning? The the Manning kid. Young young Arch Manning. Young Arch Manning. Go ahead, sign him up to Jackson State, boy. (laughs) Hey. That'll probably be the only one. No way that that happen. will bring viewers. Oh, it's not happening. <laughs> that ain't happening. He get recruited by Ohio State, Alabama, Clemson, the the, the usual suspects. <laughs> and ain't ain't no and Peyton Manning like, look, look, Deion, I love you now. Well, I can't <laughs> come to your school, baby. I gotta right. make sure he keeps this legacy going. And that's really what it's all about, man. Like generational wealth. Like a lot of these kids that end up going to you know what I'm saying power five schools and everything like that and playing football for free. They being robbed, being robbed blind, man. Like, people try to throw that. Oh, man, they're getting a free education. They should just be happy with that shit. Nah, man, they should be able to make the money just like the coaches and just like the universities, man. That shit is bullshit. Yeah. So, one, one more. We hop on. Uh, y'all watching Trina and E this Wednesday? Absolutely. I'm this tuning is, in. You're not I'm tuning in for all the verses, baby. <laughs> I'm, I'm Mr. Versus. 
Nah, man. This ain't you... it for me. <laughs> this is another one where I'm like, bro, they, I don't see them playing 20. Eve, I can't see playing 20 tracks. Eve got some big, big tracks, but she can get up to 10. But not. I'm not listening to this for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> I see it the total opposite way. I see. I don't see Trina making it past 10. I don't see neither one of them making it past ten, but at least Trina got slip and slide. Like she could, she got a lot of features. So do Eve with the Rough Riders. Ah, uh, see, yeah, you might be right about you that, but you definitely gonna hear look back at it. She got to dig into some of that club shit. Most <laughs> okay, definitely. This is, this is this is club versus the streets. Yeah. This is definitely that because I mean, you know, Eve's biggest records are street records. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm just hoping for another heavy guest appearance like we saw with Red Man and Method Man. Like, that was, like, my go-to for Swiss and Timbo, a big guest appearance situation to bring the energy and everything like that. I'm not going to sit here and act like, oh, man, I'll be sitting down in front of the TV tune, thing like that. It'll be on in the background. Per, per the uh, Bow Wow Ray J Breakfast Club interview, you ain't getting you ain't getting that type of uh, vibe until Soldier Boy and Bow Wow get to it. So, Bow Wow, Ooh. man, it seemed like Bow Wow made it seem like they're bringing out a bunch of people. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be one of them things. So man, you know that's gonna do the most numbers, bro. We might hit a billion. When is that? When is that? June twenty sixth. It's like June. Uh, yeah, it's, it's end of the month. I gotta look it up. This it, yeah. is definitely end of the month. But you already know that's gonna yeah. go crazy. You already know I might have to get an outfit together, man. You might see me <laughs> acting a fool. I might have to give me a 4XLT from the gas station with the headbands. Oh, Lord. <laughs> it might be going down, man. Uh-oh. We're going to see. We're going to see, Dizzy. We're going to be out here. Who, so, so who you got? Did you ever say who you got in that one? Big Soldier. All day? Because it's not even going to be about just playing the songs, bro. I need I need the three theatrics with it, bro. Oh, it's going to be the, some theatrics. <laughs> yeah. And they Let's already talking that. shit. It's, it's going down, man. Lambos. I know he done bet his he done bet his infamous Lambo from the uh, I think it was the Gucci bandana video. Yeah. It's going down, bro. I got I got soldier. <laughs> we gonna see. So y'all, real last one. I guess we can squeeze into. Y'all got some new shows to watch, man. Cause uh, I saw Lupin about to come back on. Yes, Lupin is back. Lupin is back. Yeah. I didn't watch any of it yet. I've been watching uh, that new show with uh, Mike Epps. And Kim Fields, the ah, it's, 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 it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's a lot better than that Jamie Foxx show that's on Netflix. That Jay, I, I only made it through one episode of the Jamie Foxx. I didn't even go back to it. So we've been watching that Upshaws. So it's pretty good. Yeah, I I, I watched the Upshaws. I've been watching that uh, Who 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 Killed Sarah. My oh, mom told me I should watch that. That's pretty damn good. Uh, me and the wife finished up uh, Manifest. They had season finale. That shit was roller coaster. Y'all got to get into Manifest, man. That's a I, I'm, I, I might be getting on a plane soon. I'll save that topic for another day. So yeah, I'm not watching a, no shit that got no plane bad. Don't watch, mojo. Don't watch Manifest. You're about to get on a plane and you don't like to. Do not watch Manifest. Yeah, I'm not a flying fan anyway. So, But, but yeah, I need some shows to watch, man. I'm, I'm starting to... I'm starting to tweak over here. I need I need something good to watch. So, Kelly, you watched uh, Queen of the South, right? Yeah. And did you see the season finale? No, I haven't. Okay. The, uh, never I mind. Haven't it. The, I never finished the last season, so maybe I'll finish that up. The season finale just came on on Wednesday, so. Okay. Well, the series finale, series finale. So. Yeah. I know. I know. We're, we 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 watched that like through the heavy for years and then we just kind of paused it but still got it on in the dvr bag for the rainy day so yeah we watched that shit through the pandemic and then got caught up when the season came back on season five so i'm gonna have to get some shows in this week for sure is cats really watching shows are they outside man what's up cats is outside but i'm trying to watch these shows (laughs) you know just outside nah i've been chilling my calendar starting to look stupid. I done booked a gig in Nashville for August. I got a gig in Chicago in December. And I got about 14 weddings in between Damn. In between July and the end of October. So 
pretty uh pretty solid calendar going on right now and uh they're still coming so cats is definitely so I, me and the wife was talking about that people kind of put it on the back burner like let me see how the summer turned out let me see what what the, what the governor do with the restrictions and kind of like once the gates get lifted off man i think it's gonna really really i mean it's kind of already open field now but it's yeah. starting to it's starting to seem that way because the bookings have been coming Coming, good coming. shit, good shit, good shit. Yeah, man. Well, shit, I did it. <laughs> 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 shit, an hour of you can't make this up podcast with killer thoughts. <laughs> you can't make this up podcast, killer Cam. Kev Nash. Hey, Dizzle. We, we out till next this. week. Go ahead, <laughs> you're fucking my bad. I fucked you up. <laughs> we out till next week. Peace. Peace. <laughs> All right.